0: Welcome back to the Two Marks and a Spark Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash spark to get 10% off your first month of professional mental health counseling. Uh, this is going to be a short little update slash mega review pod. Uh, I say short because I don't have Bryce here, and it's really hard to do a really long podcast on some of these shows without a co-host, without extra conversation points there. Obviously, eventually, at some point, I'm going to have to get good at it, but that ain't this week. So let's get right into it. Where have we been this week? Well, we're redoing our entire setup, preparing for the video launch on Sunday. Uh, Both the NWA Back for the Attack review this Sunday as well as the WWE Fastlane review will be uploaded to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash two marks and a spark. Same way as I spelled it, or we spell it in the title. Same logo, same everything. I will link it in the podcast description when it's officially up on Sunday. If you guys want to watch these on video, that'll be an option starting tomorrow. This weekend. Um, I have a new microphone. If you can't tell. I think it's pretty obvious. New microphone. New audio interface. New everything. So I have more knobs and switches and bullshit in front of me than I've ever had. We are definitely improving everything about the show here coming soon. But let's get right into the shows. I'll start with NXT. I thought NXT was pretty good. I thought the standout moment of the show. Again, I'm not going to go into every show segment by segment here, was Walter and Ciampa. I thought that was just great. I thought the whole thing was fantastic. It's great to see Walter back in the U.S. Um, I'm hoping, and I know this is probably never going to happen, that they merge uh, the NXT UK and the NXT title. I get it. It's probably never going to happen, and it probably shouldn't happen with you know travel restrictions. But they've got the NXT UK champion over here now. Like, just, just make them one title and bring NXT UK... Over here once a year or something. I don't know. I guess you should just keep the NXT UK title. I don't know why the hell I said that, but it. V- Walter being here just fucks up everything for NXT UK. I'm wondering if they just did a bunch of joint tapings and tapings, excuse me, in a row. Uh, as for AEW, I think the highlights are pretty obvious. The MJF, the the pinnacle promo, I thought was fantastic. Uh, I thought MJF and Tully killed it. The whole Tully saying, I started my career with some of the best guys in the business, and I'm going to end my career with the best guys in the business. I thought that line was genius. I thought the whole thing was just laid out exceptionally well. And something that's has a whole lot of chatter on Wrestling Twitter this week, and that's the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match. I thought it was great. It was a little excessive on the blood. But I otherwise, I thought the show was fantastic top to bottom. But that Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match just steals the conversation because... There's so much there. They, I think they're probably going to do another match. Obviously, uh, Thunder Rosa is going to be on the show for NWA on Sunday. At back for the attack, she's going to be wrestling Camille. Um, I have to think this is all headed towards Brit, or excuse me, Thunder Rosa winning both the NWA and the AEW women's titles. And then they do some angle there. I, I think that's where this is headed. I, I can't say to be sure, obviously, because I'm not there. This is just me making a prediction. I don't pretend to know what's going to happen. I just speculate on what's going to happen because I admit to not knowing what the fuck is going to happen next sometimes, unless it's incredibly predictable, like this Fastlane show on Sunday, that I'm not going to talk too, too much about because I don't think it's noteworthy. But we will be covering it this Sunday. Uh, The show should be up. I'm thinking the reviews are going to be up Monday morning because we do have two shows to watch instead of one, and it would be a really late podcast. Then again, this one isn't going up until almost 11 o'clock at night. So, and that's Central Time, so midnight Eastern. So who knows? We'll figure something out. It'll probably be Monday morning, though. Uh, let's go to SmackDown. I thought this this SmackDown was really bad. Um, the whole show. And I'm going to kind of go on a SmackDown rant here, and that's pretty much going to be that. But the this SmackDown show, dude... Are you kidding me? Okay. So there were few and far between highlights on this show. And if you watched the watch along with on the Bolin Alley with Kenny and Chris, I was in the chat. And something Chris said, Chris Bolin said, I thought was very appropriate. This show has been lackluster at best. And it was, it was a lackluster show. It sucked. Smackdown sucked this week. And it wasn't because everything was bad. No, nothing was truly horrid except for the Otis and except for having Ray and Dominic in two tag matches against one against the Prophets and then again against Otis and Gable. I thought that was fucking horrid. And you make everybody look like shit in the process because, you know, you're wrestling two matches. Like what the fuck? Why, why are they having people wrestle two matches on these shows? I I just don't get it. It it just doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna be honest. It just doesn't make any sense. What are you gonna do Sunday? Nothing. That's as far as I know. That's what they're doing. Uh, they announced Apollo and Big E. Which again, we've seen this a million times. But you know, we're gonna see it again, and hopefully, it's gonna be better because Apollo's gonna be heel and Big E's gonna be babyface. I thought Big E's promo tonight was really freaking weird. By the way. I, I didn't buy his fake emotion at all. I just, I don't know. It felt phoned in. This whole show felt phoned in. I don't know what was, I don't know what was going on. It just all felt phoned in and hodgepodge and crap. Like they didn't have another show planned before this pay-per-view and then they just did one anyway. That happened. Again, this is not the first time that's happened. (laughs) far from it and it's gonna happen again I guarantee it that's what sucks is this shit happens all the time I, I it's like at least at least book your shit you know logically I get it the ring work is what it is it everybody in the ring now with the exception of a few that I won't name here you know, they're all pretty good in the ring at this point. I everybody's okay at least. Nobody's extremely believable, at least not in WWE, but at least it's not at least it's not total bull crap in terms of in-ring talent. But like they book them so freaking horribly that you can't tell the difference. I just I don't get it. Like they book People like Nia Jax, and they put her in these title matches, and they put her in these angles, and they put her in all this stuff. And then you take a guy like a Shinsuke Nakamura, who should be in the main event, who should be a top guy. And you put him in a random-ass match with Seth freaking Rollins on Sunday. These are two guys that should be towards the top of the card, and they're both middling in the mid card. Why, you ask? I don't know. Because they can? What are you guys doing? Honestly. And this is why I always say, I've said this a million times on this show, and I'll probably say it even more. This and NXT do not feel like the same company. They just freaking don't. It sucks. The booking freaking sucks. Because, and it's been reported a million times, that Vince rips these shows up. Right before they go on the air, and then they have to rewrite the show with five minutes to showtime. Like, come on! And then we've got this whole Alexa angle on Monday, and apparently Randy and Alexa are gonna have a match on Sunday. Good. Okay, I'm as big a fan of women's wrestling as you can get, but intergender matches, dude, just don't do it. They ne- they're never good. They don't work. They're never believable. I get it. They're probably not actually going to do Randy and Alexa. I don't think there's any way they actually do Randy and Alexa. I think this is just setting up for Bray to come back. But Bray's been off TV for three months. Three months! And you're just bringing him back now. I get it. You burned him alive. But at least that's logical. They've burned him alive and they've kept him off TV. At least that makes sense. Nothing else does. Roman and Edge... That The only reason that makes sense is because Paul Heyman and Edge are involved. And, you know, Edge to some level, lo- or Roman Reigns to some level. But, like, they've been promoting Roman Reigns versus Edge at WrestleMania for, since Elimination Chamber, and now they're having Roman defend the title against Dana Bryan. What? What? If that doesn't make any sense to you, it doesn't make any sense to me either. We all know Roman's going to win. We all know Roman's going to go over and it's going to be him and Edge at WrestleMania. And unfortunately, I think Edge is probably going to win the belt. As much as I think they need to keep it on Roman and just stretch this thing longer and longer until they can build Big E up to beat him for it. And that's really what I think should happen. But it's not going to. It, it doesn't make any sense. Be, because this company doesn't make any sense. Their booking makes no sense. Their camera cuts don't make any sense. This whole show is broken. And they don't do anything. Now that's not to say I hate the company or I hate WWE. I don't. I just... I, these camera cuts are rancid. Some of these storylines are rancid. Edge and Roman, I'm enjoying. Biggie and Apollo, I'm enjoying. This Randy Fiend thing has been going on for way too long. You you got Lashley as the WWE champion, which is fine. I'm good with that. I like that. I hope, hope, hope they have him beat Drew at WrestleMania. They won't, but I hope they do. There's just a lot wrong in WWE right now, and that's why I've been hesitant to cover them because I don't want to come off like I hate this company, because I don't. I just want them to be better. Just like when AEW does something stupid, I'm semi-hesitant to call them out for it, because, well, you know, the AEW fans are what they are. The AEW-only fans are what they are. And I think that's a bit of an issue in pro wrestling right now, is that there's these people that... Claim allegiances to companies and then can't admit when they do something wrong. And I've been guilty of it too. Hell, sometimes I, I catch myself kind of being a little too lenient on AEW. I do. I Sometimes I am a little too lenient on AEW. And sometimes I'm too hard on WWE. Or vice versa. But I think the point of all of what I'm trying to say here is WWE right now is rock bottom in terms of the way it's being booked. And I think it's because they have such a big creative team and then Vince rips it all up and then it's all redone and then it, da, 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 and it's chaos theory the whole time. It didn't work. Crash TV didn't work when they tried it in the late 90s. With WCW, their ratings plummeted, and it's not working now. And for people that want to say this isn't Crash TV, this is Crash TV at it, done at a very slow pace. This is Crash TV slowed down. All the run-ins and the bullshit and the nonsensical crap is what it is. And it's probably going to change eventually. Not soon, but eventually they'll get it. I don't know how far their ratings have to fall for them to get it, but they'll get it eventually. And I'm not like some people that think Vince is an idiot. Vince isn't stupid. Vince just is older and doesn't really know what current wrestling fans want. So that's why their ra- ratings have dropped the way they have. The masses will tell you what they want. Kenny Boland said it on his show tonight, and I'm saying it here because I agree with it. I think he's absolutely right. The masses will tell you what they want, and it's just the company's job to see how long it takes them to listen to them. I don't think Vince listens. I really don't. In fact, it's proven he doesn't listen. Why would he listen? He thinks he knows everything. And there's a lot of people that have said that. And I'm not just making that up. Because Vince, and you know what, to some level, I can kind of, from his point of view, I would probably think the same thing if I was Vince McMahon. If I was Vince McMahon, I would probably think I knew everything too. Because he's like, oh, I put my only real competition out of business 20 plus years ago. But I think AEW is going to be real competition here very soon in terms of breaking a million people. I don't think we're too far away from AEW breaking a million people. A year at most, I think, is when they're going to start breaking a million people pretty consistently. I don't know if it'll be every week, but I think it'll be pretty consistently. And when that happens, who knows? Maybe then Vince will kind of wake up and see, oh, crap, I have real competition again. I can't just bullshit this stuff. Who knows? But there's my mini pod, mini rant, mini whatever you want to call it, on kind of the state of where we are right now three weeks before Mania, doing a random pay-per-view with a weird name, that doesn't make any sense with a card that doesn't make any sense with no WWE championship match. And again, you have two world titles. That's another problem that I won't even get into here. Cause I'll be here for another three hours, but if you guys want to hear me talk about this more, tweet me at Ben Shrewsbury. That's at B E N S H R E W S B U R Y on Twitter. And we can talk about it, but I don't want to go too much into it here because I don't want this to be a super long show because I get it. It's just me and me and myself and I. And when podcasts are solo, they're a little boring the longer they go. And I know it's been a lot of mini-pods recently, but Sunday's going to be a really good show. I'm really excited for... Well, Sunday slash Monday is going to be a really good show. And, um... Yeah, we've got some exciting things coming. The YouTube channel, we're working on the site. I don't know if it's going to launch by many a weekend, but we're working on it. Uh... So that's it, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to yet another mini pod. I know we've been doing too many of these recently, but it is what it is. I'm just trying to get consistent for you guys so you know when to come listen to this show. And even if it's only a 20-minute show, the way I see it is as long as you guys like the content and it's something to be proud of, I'm willing to do shorter 20-minute shows like this. Especially if they're solo shows, they're really hard to do for more than you know, 30, 45 minutes. But I might not even put the better help ad on here. I might just have the read I had there be the start of this. In fact, that is what I'm going to do. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Two Marks on a Spark Wrestling Podcast. I'm sorry I rambled there at the end. And uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. We will see you Sunday for the launch of the YouTube channel. Don't forget, youtube.com forward slash two marks on a spark